Welcome to We Heard About Pluto, a Psych Rewatch podcast. I am your host, Regs, along with my co-hosts, George and JP. Howdy. What's going on, Regs? What's going on? Do you do you both prefer... We should nip this in the bud. Uh, episode three is as good a time <laughs> as any. Do you prefer co-hosts? And at last episode, I said other hosts. Yeah, co-hosts is fine with me. Yeah, Which whatever. I, that sounds... Cl- other hosts sounds clunky. I think I'm gonna, <laughs> we're going to go with co-hosts. I would prefer additional host. The the three pals. (laughs) That's how you have to refer to us every time. (laughs) My two additional hosts. All right, great. So, yes, this is a Psych Rewatch podcast. Um, You undoubtedly have heard our first two episodes. This is the third installment of our Psych Rewatch podcast. We're doing, obviously, episode three of the show. That's how it works. That's how it works, yeah. That that Matt checks out, yeah. Sequential. Um this episode is called Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. Peace is spelled with uh, P-I-E-C-E, so the non-traditional Ooh, way. Some more Like a gun. Yes. Some more spe- uh, spelling fun in the, uh, in the title, just like last episode. But I'll, I'll continue the, uh, the tradition of just uh, giving a brief description of said episode, and then we can go into um, a discussion. And not... One word of a discussion before the recap is done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn this podcast right around. <laughs> yes, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So the episode begins, uh, much like most others, in 1985. Young Sean is playing hide and seek with young Gus. Henry, um, adverse to fun, shows them how to play right and how to hide correctly. Um, so that's about the end of the cold open. Then we zoom to present day. Sean sneaks into the police briefing room where he discovers that a $5 million engagement ring has been stolen from a hotel vault. Without permission, Sean and Gus take the case. While at the hotel, Sean listens to Detective Lasseter's brief about the investigation and learns Dietrich Mannheim, great name, Mm -hmm. a hotel staff member, is the main suspect. After tricking another uh, bystander, in this case a hotel receptionist, Sean gains access to the rooms of all police officers and wedding attendees, where they both, then Sean and Gus both break into Lasseter's room and discover an insurance policy on the stolen engagement ring with worth quite a major value. They decide they need to see the safe, and the only way they can access it is through the ventilation shafts. When opening a dumbwaiter to gain access to said shafts, they discover Dietrich Mannheim's dead body, the primary suspect on this case. Sean cyclically reveals this to the police and um, uses it a way to distract them while they watch security footage for the vault. After the footage, they hold a bachelor party where Sean questions all the attendees. Sean talks with Lacey Maxwell, the sister of the groom, uh, who asks him to get her bouquet out of the locked cooler, but he can't. It is locked. They lock the flowers after a certain time, I think. Before the wedding, the bouquets are passed out, and Lacey panics when hers isn't there. Sean realizes who stole the ring and killed Mannheim, but his realization occurs in the middle of the ceremony. Sean interrupts the wedding with a psychic episode and exposes Lacey to everyone. Wow. Wow. Intense. Very intense. intense. Yes, it is quite intense. It is. Well, we'll before I get into it, I just I just I spoke a lot and people are probably tired of my voice. Let's get what did you guys think of this episode? Well, I think it's no surprise that your first suspect is the guy named Dietrich Mannheim. (laughs) (laughs) It's a quality name. Yeah, it's a good good first suspect name for sure. I'm yeah. suspicious of that guy. 
D trick. <laughs> um, I like it though. I think it's a pretty fun episode. Um, I think that there are elements of it that that are not my absolute favorites. Like once you guys pointed it out that he has this like Lothario thing going at the, <laughs> the first couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, now it's very visible to me, and it had not previously really been. Um, and so that's something that uh, I don't love but uh you know it, it does at least serve a plot function in this one sort of um but it's also the first one where we get the good young sean which yes. is great very happy about that good appearance good appearance yeah uh, I, I think it's a pretty good one nice yeah i think uh it's different than a lot of the other episodes where the spelling bee kind of we talked about this where it takes place in like one uh, place for the most part and this one is kind of more there's a lot more involved there which I liked I think they tried some things that work some things that didn't quite uh, weren't as maybe effective um, but I overall really like the episode and I think yeah the Sean's Lothario thing is kind of it's I think they're writing it out yeah <laughs> and it's starting to become a thing instead of him just hitting on every woman he sees it's now kind of that but it's also they're um, implicated in the case somehow, and it kind of like <laughs> continues a tradition of both Sean and Gus mm-hmm. falling for criminals. <laughs> <laughs> they got to write them out somehow. <laughs> I, I will say, I, I really, really like this episode. It's really fun. Um, it, it's it's not maybe their tightest episode, but holy holy cow, there are a lot of murders in this in this in this small sleepy beach town. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, a lot of murders. Yeah, yeah, one a week. At least. Yeah, <laughs> at just least. about, just about, at the very least. Um, we also, up to this point, have not mentioned uh, how good the theme song is, which is oh, it's amazing, so good. R- written by um, and performed by Steve Steve Franks. That's right, Frank? creator of the show. Show creator, yeah, yes, yes. And he had the the the, the band name is problematic. <laughs> but um, it's a great. It is a great song. It's one of those that I was kind of annoyed by at first, but then maybe after like I don't know ten times hearing it, I'm like, okay, I'm 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 feeling it now. And now I can't. I, I don't usually skip the song. It's, yeah, it's so good. I, I don't, especially because they do so many variations of it over the seasons. Exactly, and, and they do the. Yeah. Sometimes you get the full version. That's a that's a special treat. It's always yeah. I like that they switch it up. Um, they they really aren't afraid to play around with it, which is not always the case. You know, some people get very precious about sort of their theme song or whatever. And uh, I think the fact that they are willing to have a little fun with it is uh, pretty representative of the whole show. 100%. I think that is, I mean, probably because the, I mean, the creator of the show also wrote the song. So they have a lot more creative freedom. (laughs) Yeah. To be able to play with it like that too. But George, that's a good point. They, the show, the show never takes itself so seriously from the very beginning. And like, it gives them a lot of room to flex and to do the, the it's a very funny space that they play in and they're happy to buck their own norms or else make fun of their own norms. Um, yeah. And it, it, the, the song is, is just another piece of that. I, it really is like, I, like I'm glad that we're talking about it. Cause it's just, it's part, part of the love of the show. Like you just like you, that, that song starts and you get a little bit excited and you <laughs> sing along and you sing the wrong words. And then your partner yells at you about <laughs> singing the wrong words. And that's not how the song goes. <laughs> Were we up to on, because um, it's at least two this episode, where uh, gullible security personnel that Sean is able to trick. <laughs> Boy. Or, Boy. yeah, like just employees of certain establishments that he's easily able to 
you know, like I said, trick and win over and just get yeah. get what he wants. And I think that's 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 the important distinction is he does trick a lot of of a lot of uh, uh, employees at places. I mean, he, he's he's both smarter than the working man, but also in a lot of ways like understands the working man. So like he does he does trick them at first, but he always wins them over, and everybody loves Sean. Yeah, it's true, Except Lassie. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Lassie, yeah, he's really he's having a tough episode. This one, where he, I mean, he's kind of getting laughed at when he's giving his briefing. I mean, he's no. very much getting laughed at by yeah. Sean in the vents. <laughs> no, that's true. Yes. <laughs> oh, poor Buzz. Sean gets his bu- uh, gets Buzz in trouble. I feel yeah, bad I was for Buzz. Say, poor Buzz. Poor Buzz is getting dressed down in the middle of his <laughs> this this uh, this 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 meeting. Yeah. That clarify yeah. hostile joke though in that meeting scene is so funny when Juliet <laughs> asks him to clarify hostile and he's like, use my toad now as a guide. <laughs> I I do like this episode for one reason, uh, well, a couple of reasons, but one of the reasons is it's kind of a, a formula for how they carry a lot of episodes from here on out where Sean and Gus are working a case without the police's uh, knowledge. They're going behind the scenes and you know they're they're again just like uh fooling different people to get through like it's a lot of it is with sean solving cases and people see this is just him um waiting for someone to not be paying attention to a computer and then he's just (laughs) able to get you know all the information he needs and that's a lot of of uh, what happens in here kind of but it's 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 you you see the formula. I love it. I don't know how. I think they have to work some of the kinks out with how how he goes about it. But for the most part, it works, and it makes for a very fun, enjoyable episode. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I I think that um everyone is kind of really uh doing their thing in this one. You know, I mean, we get Lassie being the butt of the joke, and and you know, like they have the party in his room and everything, and. Uh, Chief Vic is is hanging around, and they get a fun scene with her where they're like, "Oh, like we love Chief Vic." <laughs> like, and I'm like, "Yeah, I love Chief Vic too." And you She's have to best. love Chief Vic, and she and this is this is the first time that she gives kind of a wink wink and nod to them of like, you know what? I don't know what you're doing, but right, go ahead and do it. Uh, she's very uh, ends justifies the means kind of person. She's great, interim She's awesome. chief, interim chief. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm hopefully. You know, <laughs> We don't want to get no spoilers. Yeah, well, who, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen with the interim chief? Mm. Well, I, hope she, <laughs> I, I hope she sticks around because she she is cool, and I love how you know she's obviously a, a, you know higher up than Lassiter, and he's way more by the book and doesn't trust Sean. Is and she's just looking looking to get results, and he, he delivers them one way or <laughs> he another. Does. He does. No, that 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 also the case that they hire him for. He just blurts out the, the he solves the case almost accidentally, but he turns out he was right about who mm-hmm. who who actually did that one. Oh, that's the stolen computers that they try to from the school. Oh, yeah, he tr- yeah. tries to assign that to him, and then yeah, just oh, it's a security guard. This, no, the secretary. Secretary, secretary <laughs> did it. She was forging the signature. That's right. That's right. Um, one thing that I really thought was great that we had to talk about. We're yes. getting the Gus gush in early. Oh, nice. Love it. When Gus gets shamed into going with Sean by like the cat hospital. Oh like, my god. It's so it's, funny. It is one of the best scenes we've seen this season so far. It, uh, it, it, it's it, it yes, it, it, and it's just like not only are the beats of it funny, but then like the 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 story behind it, like clearly 
like clearly Sean knew exactly what to do because all of the 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 like the assistants have been clearly talking to each other about <laughs> Gus and his sick cat and yeah. Sean knows what he's he's a master manipulator. He is, and it's perfect because it leads into a second great Gus moment, which this is, you know, you get a double whammy where once he gets Gus outside, he gets Gus on board by being like, oh, you're going to get to do some safe cracking. And of course, <laughs> Gus loves safe cracking. <laughs> Another one of his fringe hobbies that That's he, right. just, yeah, he loves. <laughs> of course he is. But that that was pro- definite. I think we're obviously all in agreement. That's the Gus gush of of the episode it was so funny just the way they're like the 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 obvious conversation that sean had with all these people (laughs) to get him to give him all the information he she need and his reaction too is so perfect because obviously he knows what's going on and Mm -hmm. and the the reason that they're all reacting so big and like oh my god you're not going is because he's just like cool as a cucumber like no she'll be fine like i'm not worried about her just great you're not going (laughs) oh my god it's so good um, I also loved the, you know, you talked about how he kind of like tricks the people around him and that's how he, he gets these things going. Um, I set it up right at the top of the episode. I love when the guy, the British guy or the guy who's he's the Anglophile uh, loves. He says that Americans say howdy a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like I do say howdy a lot. He's right. It checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I say I'm. You know, after this episode, I do want to start saying howdy. Yeah, I, I I'll tell you I what, pull it off though. It started ironically can. for me, and now it's just the thing I say. <laughs> I I started saying y'all when I went to school in uh, Virginia for college, and now it's just become part of my uh, my vernacular. Sometimes you, you just go. adopt something good. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I like y'all. I feel like I would be very. It's like you know, grow. It's like a growing your hair out type thing. <laughs> like working words in. Yeah, but there's a very obvious awkward phase where I'm clearly <laughs> trying. It's like I just read it on a word of the day calendar, <laughs> forcing it into a sentence. It gets a little mullety. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, we have. Oh, do we? Um, so we we have two. We have three. This isn't the episode. I, I oh, he tricks the guy at the beginning. With uh, the germ germaphobe guy, right. there's a right. uh, yeah, there's spores, there's spores. spores. There. That's right, spores. <laughs> and then two of the hotel staff. That's right. So it brings the count up to three, I think. Yeah, for three, just this three bystanders tricked. All that working in the same hotel. Like, what is the screening process for hiring there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a pulse? <laughs> oh man. Um, so and. Do we want to talk about? Okay, so we I alluded to this earlier, but they're Sean, uh, you know, flirting with the 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 maid of honor, uh, you know, kind of kind of playing his old, like you know how he we've seen him in the first two episodes. I said I think this one he she is clearly she is clearly into him too, and how much of that is a definitely into him, right? And I think that you know eggs him on so to speak, but I don't know if he needs any help with that but the fact that she is the she is the culprit and they yet again are going after the these women where it just doesn't work out for them or they're going to end up behind bars so what what do you what is it is it do you think that's just sean's sense of danger sense of they like the danger danger? (laughs) this is true this is true i think they both really like uh dangerous women 
Yeah, that's hey. Look, this is why he's into Juliet because he likes the. She puts her life on the line every day in mm-hmm. theory, uh, and uh, you know they fall for all these criminals and everything, and and th- that. That excitement is what drew him to the job in the first place, where he was like, this is the thing that finally is clicking for me, is I can be a goof and still have that little bit of a thrill. I think that that's very much sort of his, uh, the way that he, he looks at his romantic relationships as well. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that's that. That's nice. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh, all right, so we've got also, oh, the dead body. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I was trying to segue to. The dead body that they discover, which I think... I mean, you guys tell me what you think about this, but I thought this was one where they really got away with Sean and Gus really got away with one here. I mean, they find this dead body, turn around and walk out of the room, and then Lassie and Juliet are coming right up there. There's like bare like ten seconds separation. Yeah. They psychically reveal the body to them, and then like I don't know, just you know, it kind of speaks to their poor police work, I guess. They don't question that at all. <laughs> like what? How did you discover that, like, that he ma- they don't they barely know this guy? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know, you're probably right. I mean, their fingerprints would have been all over it. Right. They'd have to be. <laughs> I think they make some sort of, uh, Sean mentions that, oh, did you wipe the prints? Or maybe that was a different episode. But. Oh, wait. Oh, no. I think that what he, doesn't he, like, grab it when they, like, look at it? And then he's like, oh, no. And now my... Maybe I'm making this up in my own head that he, like, grabs the handle to be like, oh, no, I messed it up. Now my fingerprints will be on there. (laughs) Maybe I'm making him smarter in my head. (laughs) No, it seems plausible. It seems plausible. We're going to say that's what happened. Okay. Yeah, in all honesty, too, this is the – we had some uh, minor audio issues when we first recorded this episode um, a couple weeks ago. This is our re-record of it, just a little peek behind the curtain. That's right. Oh, my God. That first episode, though, that we – I just – it may have been a masterpiece of audio. The the, the best 30 minutes. You'll never hear it, folks. Yeah. Ever. I'm sorry. It's lost. Lost to the ages. The lost episode. But really, no. Like, the audio just – I think the technical term for it is shat the bed. Shat the bed, yeah. Yeah. I think it was, I mean, it was because one, I can't remember whose audio went out, but one of yours went out. I think is because you were, you two were really getting heated over something. The <laughs> spotting the pineapple. I remember that. Yeah, like, oh, right. I, I, I broke my, la- I'm on my replacement laptop because I was so angry. I threw my laptop across the room. Yeah, I, that's right. I was saying that it cannot possibly count if it's chopped up or anything. <laughs> that's bullshit. It flies in the face of the spirit of the hunt. All right. In all candor, in all candor. Uh, did you spot the pineapple in this episode? And I'm no. going to go ahead and start with no, I did not. Nope. I did not either. Um, did anybody, because we're, yeah, we got to spot the pineapple. Did anybody look it up to see where it was? Or oh. this is going to be a nice oh, Easter egg of mystery. Horse. Nice. Of course. Yes, so I knew the you pineapple were. in this episode is when, uh, when, when, when Sean goes into the room and they're having like the, the bridesmaids are like having like drinks or something. Um, and there is uh, there's there's pineapple that's chopped up and in, in, in on one of the like platters for the food that wow. we're eating. Uh, classic, subtle. a classic dish of pineapple at a <laughs> bachelorette party. <laughs> you know, like you do. Is um, it cut up? Is, is, it is cut up. It's that you don't see a whole pineapple. You do not see a whole pineapple. I don't believe malarkey, and that's why we got so angry and so uh, angry. and all, all of our equipment had to be replaced on all three of our. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. I'm actually recording on a pineapple now. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I did also want to mention for this episode is um, the extra 
behind Sean during the wedding ceremony. Oh, yes. yes. Is so funny, so reactive, these big emotions. It's, like, really great work. I cannot stop looking at her listening to Sean talk to Gus about what's happening. <laughs> and she keeps being like, what? what? Oh, my God. Like, it's so funny. I I plead with you to go back and watch this extra behind Sean. It's, it's a truly great, great work. That was her moment. I did. Yeah. I, you mentioned it uh, on our first record again. That uh, you'll never hear. Um, but I did go back and watch that little scene to look for that extra because it sounded hilarious, and yeah. I second that. It it definitely was. This is definitely. I definitely got to go back and, and watch it again because that's that's. Great. that's <laughs> She's like, I'm looking down the barrel of this camera. <laughs> now is my chance. You know she's like right after that scene too, like just waiting by her phone to get a call from an agent for representation. That's, that's just right. that's that's that was her moment. I hope she got it. Me I too. hope that it did the trick. Yeah. Uh, and that extra, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> My nose is bleeding from the timeline getting all screwed up. <laughs> Every, everyone listen to Friends Moon. <laughs> oh, he's in the wires. Wow. <laughs> So that's about, I mean, most of the episode, I we talk, uh, Sean interrupts the wedding to reveal the maid of honor, Lacey, who, we, again, he was romantically somewhat linked to, uh, is the one that stole that $5 million ring. And Queet's just $5 million engagement ring. I That's just insane. How do you even... <laughs> it's insane to me. I don't even know if I've even heard that in, like, the celebrity terms. That yeah. just seems nuts. I will say it's funny though when like when they say it at first I was like what it's probably just gonna be like a regular ring but then when they show it it's at least like a huge fucking rock honestly <laughs> probably like costume jewelry or something <laughs> no it was a real five million dollar ring yeah <laughs> the they, for this one episode <laughs> every every week they had to just use that as like their bargaining chip to get things done. They're like, we'll let you have the ring, and we'll pawn it to you, and then we'll come back and get it once we get our paychecks. <laughs> they had a $10 million budget for the season, but half of that went to the ring. <laughs> it's the one ring to rule them all. Wow. It was. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Lord of the Rings stuff. Um, with that. Hell yeah. Hell yes. But what would you guys? Okay, so we're we. I think we got the uh, the gist ever. All the good stuff that happens in this. Um, in this episode, we got the gush gush. We got the pineapple spotting. I think that all that leaves left is to give a, a you know a final summation and a rating. And we're doing um, out of pineapples, correct? Is that the yep. rating system we decided on? Right. Num- number of pineapples, I think. Yes, and it's out of ten. Yeah. Sure. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. I think it was. Okay. Yeah. And we're gonna know this I, stuff I, yes, moving I forward, listeners. We, I think we said ten because it allows for a little more room for nuance. Oh, that's right, because we were doing, like, 0.1 or something, and we were yeah. prices writing each other. <laughs> that's right, that's, that's, that's right. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny. It is. I like it. It's a good gimmick. <sighs> um, but, yes, I'll flip it over to you, gents. Whoever wants to go first, we do a little rating. Go yeah, for George, it. George, go ahead. Wow. All right, I'm on the spot here. Um, don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good app. Uh, it's not my favorite app, but... I think that, you know, this is a pretty great leap off the finish line with these, or starting line, even, Mm -hmm. with these three. Um, And, um, you know, 
they're starting to slow down a little bit. They're not. They're getting a little bit of winded out of it. You know, they're, it's they're not quite as fresh, but but they still have plenty of that endurance in them. I think that this is uh, it's a pretty good one, and uh, so for that reason, I will give it seven pineapples. Ooh, a respectful it's a good score. score. It's a good score. Yeah. Good score. Seven. I uh, I I I really I, I I really think there's a lot of good stuff in here, and the spores uh, uh, thing really made me laugh. <laughs> um, I just I I really hate the, the that aspect of the early season one episodes where it's it's Sean and he's just a like a horn dog <laughs> and that's it. Like it it, it 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 needs to stop being a plot device. Like, yes. <laughs> um, but. That said, there's a lot of good, cute moments in this episode, some good jokes. And, uh, you know, it, any anytime you can have a body in a dumbwaiter, you got to do it. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I, I, I think I am going to also land on a seven. Seven out of ten pineapples for me. There you Interesting. Go. Tied scores. Okay. Seven is a very respectable number, and especially for um, a third episode of a series. And I'm kind of along the same lines as you, gents. I... I like this episode. I mean, I feel like for a third episode of a series two, um, not series two, a, a series also, <laughs> um, they're farther along than some other series would be in like the at the end of the first season. You know, they, their characters are established. They can kind of play around with the formula of the yeah. show a little bit. And I think it really works. I think they're, you know, they, again, they don't have to do much the characters do a lot of the work a lot of the heavy sean and gus do a lot of the heavy lifting throughout the episode but there's some stuff that i could do without like the like again jp mentioned the sean this is the the, the horniest sean is ever in the series <laughs> and it, it does get a little old um after the first few episodes but overall liked it um i i, I and i think it sets the table a lot for episodes moving forward so i will give this Wow. I mean, I mentioned it before. It's like um, Chekhov's Price is Right reference. (laughs) So I'm going to go 7.1 pineapple. I respect it. I respect it. And I I think that you really make a good point about how this does feel like they're really they're further along where the fact that we're all just like, yeah, it's like a good episode. Like it just feels Mm -hmm. like they're already in like fifth season mid uh, mid series run. Like absolutely the the fact that we're just like unimpressed with it is very impressive i think <laughs> you I know what I, I i hear the way that you're saying that but like what you're saying makes sense we the fact that we weren't railing on this as the the third episode of the show it says something like, right this is what we the fans like out of this show and they're already hitting it right they're not they haven't completely exhausted their ideas already. Yeah, uh, the characters are already well established and and functioning as they do. So, you know, like there's this one character quirk that gets worked out, but other than that, things are pretty much the same as they're gonna be for however many seasons this dang show runs for. That's yeah. Right. Yep. It's like 15 seasons or something. Something like that. <laughs> they should come back for at least like 20 more. Yeah. 35 I'd, seasons. Who says? I'd no? be down. I'd be down. <laughs> Nice round 35. They're like 80 in solving crimes. Be- <laughs> Space crimes at that point, though. <laughs> I'd watch that show. I would totally watch that show. Space psych. <laughs> in space. <laughs> Inspector well, gonna- space psych. Inspect- oh, that would be good. That's the winner right there. Let's just write it. Yeah. 
<laughs> Cut All this right. part out. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna no go and write idea. Inspector Space no Psych. Idea. <laughs> his his uh he has a, a a red phone booth that goes whoosh whoosh. <laughs> this is a brand new idea. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of We Heard About Pluto. Um, let's go around real quick and, and plug our stuff. Um, I will I will just go since I'm speaking already. Do it. Um, my Twitter and Twitch is Reegs815. I am doing a happy hour stream every Wednesday. It's going to be at 6 central time. Um, yeah, happy hour with Reegs. Come by and have a drink. It's right before JP's stream, family dinner with JP. I'll jump in there then and say, yeah, check out my weekly cooking stream, uh, Family Dinner with JP. Just hang out and I teach you how to cook a meal and um, have some drinks and just uh, enjoy my dog. And, uh, and if, you're, uh, if you really like uh, podcasts that are recapping television shows and talking about them from kind of a more modern context while friends enjoy each other's company, I highly recommend you check out Friendsman with me and my buddy Nate, my um, best friend in the whole world. And uh, we're doing a podcast where we're just rewatching the show Friends. There you go. Uh, as far as and Riggs, you were just <laughs> on it too, right? I was. I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to step on your Riggs. Your episode there. was so good, dude. Yeah, it was, it great. was so funny. <laughs> I, loved I loved it, it. George. George, we're gonna. I talked to Nate. We're gonna get you on very shortly. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! It's be a banger. Um, as far as my plugs, you can find me on Twitter at Little Horror PHL. Uh, that is technically the Twitter for the podcast that I run, which is the best little horror house in Philly. Um, but that's basically just where I tweet from. Um, and, uh, for that show, we talk about the best horror movie ever made, uh, according to our guest, at least it's a lot of fun. Uh, we have a lot of cool guests on there. Um, we, by the time this is out, it will probably have come out. We just, uh, we're we're talking with uh, Joe Wangert coming up soon, which I'm what? very excited. That's about. awesome, man. Dude, yeah, so, thanks. So so check that out. It's probably out if you're listening to this. Most likely, I this is the third episode. Yeah, so yeah. I, I would assume that would be out. Go check out both of their shows. Yeah, and George has been nailing some A list guests, nailing down some A list guests. I should. Add words there to make. No, it sounded right. It sounded yeah. right. Yeah. Hey. Good on you, George. I'm very happy that the people that I admire are extremely generous with their time. So that's all I'll say. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's awesome. <laughs> but so yes, there are both great shows. Go check that out, and then check this show out next week, uh, where we'll be doing episode four of Ooh. Psych. And uh, tweet at us, send us any questions or whatever you want us to read, and we will do that. But yeah. Until then, this is We Heard About Pluto. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Smooches.